Welcome to Heal Into Happy. I invite you to take an adventure with me into your very own universe as I guide you to go within, release your fears, and become empowered to create a life you love. I am your host, Lark Allen. My intention is to help you shine a light on everything that is keeping you from being truly free. You can expect this healing journey to be filled with love, laughter, clarity, and fun. Are you ready to take a leap of faith? Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited to be bringing you another one of my dear, dear friends, Marjorie Walter. She is so amazing, so inspirational, and I can't wait to share with all of you how we got connected. So welcome, 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 Marjorie. Thank you so much. I'm so happy and thrilled to be here. And of course, to spend time with you. (laughs) I'm excited. We get to spend the morning together. And then also, I just want to share with all of you so that you can get to know Marjorie, all of the amazing things that she's done. So let me share a little bit about Dr. Marjorie before we continue. About Dr. Marjorie, in addition to helping people experience absolute empowerment, Dr. Marjorie is known as a writer, intuitive, artist, evolutionary, entrepreneur, and people lover. She left an accomplished dental practice to rediscover worlds where wonder and wisdom combine for magic. A mama whale lifting her kayak out of the Maui's blue-green waters began a consistent, profound connection with divine brilliance and the loving physics that directs creation. Becoming a gypsy, cutting all ties to life as she knew it, meeting several of our world's great master teachers, traditions on the adventures, prompted a romance with life from absolute empowerment. Now, it is her passion to ignite this romance across our globe. From an early age, Dr. Marjorie could sense how energetic patterns, both seen and unseen, affected people and places. What she used to think as weird abilities, including clairaudience, clairvoyance, and clairsentience, are encompassed in physics theory today. Physics and math were her focus in undergraduate studies. For Dr. Marjorie, science and spirit are one and the same, whether business, health, mind, body, or spirit. She is honored to assist people in finding or honing and using their superpowers everyone has them, to live the life of their dreams and evolve those dreams. She believes living full out is our highest form of service. Gifted in colliding with the spirit of Buckminster Fuller, followed by training with his adopted son, Marshall Thurnberg, along with several other well-known master teachers, their community of massively successful students working from Integrity and synergy inspired her own life mission. Her inviting laugh immediately creates an atmosphere of ease and grace where people get curious about remembering who they truly are. She is described by others as an irreverent Renaissance woman whose attentive presence immediately makes them feel appreciated. Dr. Marjorie's intuitive readings are described as spot on and answering all of my questions before I even ask them. As confirmation of her clientele's inherent brilliance, even when, for the moment, they don't see it. You are on the right track. You've been on the right track all along. 
Wow. So many amazing journeys that have gotten you to this point. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> it's been quite a ride and it's still, I'm still riding the wave. <laughs> yeah. And I love how, you know, the bumping into and the synchronicity and everything. And so Marjorie and I did a really eye-opening experience together called Wild Fit. And there was a thread in the group support page about finding an accountability partner. So I put my name down and then she put her name right under mine. And so that's how we became accountability partners. And we had a phone call together and it was just like we've known each other for many lifetimes, which I'm sure we have. It was quite remarkable because you're very in the mode of creating family and home and I was in a gypsy mode. So there were great differences when you look topically at our lives. And yet what has come from that initial contact has been a profound friendship and profoundly helping each other open more and more and more. Yeah. Really, it's an awe-inspiring connection. Thank you so much. All of the wild things that happened since we've met and your just confidence in me as I decided to homeschool and just go a different way. You were really an important part of me feeling confident enough to do that. And that has changed my daughter and I's lives forever. So I really wanted to thank you. Just a deep bow to your belief in me being able to become a homeschooling parent. <laughs> well, it's easy. It's easy to, and such a gift to be able to see, really see other people. And my sense is that's what our culture is returning to, is this beauty way of really knowing we are living heaven on earth already and that each of us is a brilliant and beautiful incarnation of the creator and the creator energy. Yeah. And everything else is ahead. <laughs> yeah. It is our lifetime of remembering how divine we truly are and that we have all of the keys to unlock our heaven on earth. And it's just about the realization of that being so profound. It takes a little while to <laughs> soak it all in because it's just like, wow, this is such an epic journey. A couple of years ago, I thought with watching a movie or doing something like that was sci-fi, like, whoa, that's so far out. And now I feel like we're living in a time that is more far out than whatever anybody could imagine. <laughs> yes, you know? we have, I have a... <laughs> Another friend that we joke about having a library of, you can't make this stuff up. So some yes. people talk about the Akashic records. We have mm -hmm. a whole set of records around, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so cool. Yeah. We definitely need all of our friends to help us navigate and feel into and tap into and after I ask you these three questions, I can't wait to hear. I feel like you're really tapping into being a supportive system with your readings and everything. So I look forward to hearing about that. Okay, so this month's podcast is all about these three questions. And I'm asking all of my friends that I find really inspirational to answer them. And we're just having creative conversations around them. And I am so excited to hear what you have to say, Marjorie. So, so excited. So let's step into the first question. 
Number one, tell me a time that you experienced heaven on earth. Mm, So many times, so much of the time. It's actually a practice to be present enough and aware enough to really see the beauty that's around me every minute of every day. I was a gypsy. I called an intuition gypsy for about two years. And in that time, all I did was listen each day for where I should be living and whether I should move from the place I was in or not. I lived on all the islands of Hawaii, Seattle, California, did the Camino in Portugal, stayed in Spain. It was wonderful to experience so much of the planet. And at the same time, what was even more wonderful was having a sense of conscious connection with nature with creation. Animals would come up to me in almost any wild location I found myself. I had a a mountain goat in Glacier Park, a mama bring her baby up to me. (laughs) You've already described the whale story. I had a moose put her twins out in front of her, right in front of me. So obviously she was allowing these precious beings of hers to be in a very vulnerable position, that was a connection. I was in on the island of Kauai and Waimea Canyon there is brimming with life. There's so much life that truly when you sit on the rim of the canyon, it feels like things are exploding out of the soil. And the reason that is so important for me is that about 15 years prior, I was in the midst of a divorce and I was in at the Grand Canyon. The wind was whipping up and it was awful weather. And I said, okay, Tate is one um, indigenous word for the wind. And I said, okay, Tate, either freaking cure me or kill me right now because I've had enough of this. And as the wind ceased, I looked at the opposite bottom corner of the canyon and and a little tree sprout was coming up between two rocks. It seemed as as if there was no way even that life could be supported, and yet it was. Fast forward to my day at Waimea, and the intuition was, look at how much has been created. You started this journey with one little twig, and you have no idea how much has been created, how much you've created, how much Creation has happened because of holding the space, holding the awareness of this as heaven on earth. So one of the most vibrant life-filled canyons was my totem and is my totem, one of them for heaven on earth. Wow. I love how connected you are to animals. Wow. That's so beautiful. And I love that truly is we are living amongst so much beauty and it's taking the time. And I just love that you went on so many adventures and did so many things and anchored in so much light into all of those spaces. And I feel like that was the universe and Sophia Gaia saying thank you with so much deep reverence for you going to all of those different places and taking that journey that the animals knew that you were doing such important work? Whatever they knew, it was certainly a delight for me and such an experience of that heaven on earth. My gosh, beautiful creatures. And even the turf on which they tread was astoundingly beautiful, you know, at the top of a mountain and 
green, green, green in the spring or fall with all the colors of the leaves changing. It's all so expansive and abundant. A nature is by definition abundant, and that is probably one of the most important messages that we need to remember as mm-hmm. humans. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I've done practices around abundance where you can walk on the sand and just think about how abundant the sand is or earthing on blades of grass. And it is completely abundant. So anytime that anybody's having any scarcity mindset, that's a beautiful practice to feel into just looking at everything and just the abundance of oxygen that we have to breathe. It speaks also to how backward our systems are. They may have been applicable at one or another point in history. However, whether it's economics, even religion, so many of the systems are based on scarcity. And we're flipping that now. In fact, my friend Marshall Thurber is writing a book called Abundanomics because that's the truth of the matter. And it will be so helpful as we recalibrate our systems, our societal systems to reflect that truth. Mm, Wow. I love that. Okay. Question number two, here is a magic wand. And with this magic wand, you can create heaven on earth. What is heaven on earth for you? We've already spoken together about the experiences I've had of that awareness. For me, it would be for each of us as human beings to experience that on a consistent level and remember that we are one with nature and all the other animals. And they have so much to teach us and tell us. There are stories that make so much sense to me, one of which is indigenous cultures, when they wanted to have meat for their part of their nutrition source, mm-hmm. they would pray that into the ethers and inevitably an animal would show up and leave its body so that it could be used, that body could be used for their sustenance without even using the tools of hunting. Mm-hmm. Then I think about how do indigenous people know? How did they, how do they know what plants are medicinal? Well, when you're connected very consciously with the plant kingdom as well, the plants tell you what they can do. That to me is the level at which I would love to see us all functioning from. And then everything is abundant and there's no need to toil. Yeah, I feel like this is such a big topic for you that you've been focusing so much of your life around. So I want to even make it more in depth. So what would the Rainbow Bridge be? like your top advice to help people, you have experienced all of this and you have so much knowledge around it. Just some things that people can immediately start doing to walk across that bridge to be where you are already seeing everything as heaven on earth. I'll give you two examples. One is being in ceremony with a kumu on the island of Maui. I was so fortunate to be invited to a ceremony that's in a place called the place of light. It's very high up on one of the peaks near the ocean on Maui. It's been a sacred place for the culture for a very long time. And the kumu was about six foot one. She was 
joyful and full of life and chuckled, even though she spoke about some very serious things. And one of her comments was that this is the time that the ancients have waited thousands of years for. This is the time of the waters of the rainbow. Each person is extremely important as a piece of humanity's puzzle. And yet all you are here to do is to do what is yours to do. It's very much about going internal and listening for your own internal voice, your, the intuition as it comes through you. Even though it might seem to not be a big deal to do a certain job or connect with a certain person, it's extremely important. So I think there's a tendency for people to think they have to do some big project or some major book thing or tour or whatever it might be. Yet it is simply the fundamentals of what comes through you to do. And Buckminster Fuller distilled this down very clearly and said, it is all you need to do is the next right thing. That's it. Mm. You don't have to have a big plan, even though that's nice or a vision even. That's great. The only trick is to be present right now and do the next right thing. In terms of more boots on the ground, you know, as we're living as humans on this planet and there are systems we've been engaged with, that bridge is also relatively simple in that if we are functioning from integrity, which again, Bucky talked about is the only real currency in this world and into the future. If you are acting from integrity, And if you are only playing a game, playing in business, playing with friends, where everyone wins, then that becomes another aspect of the next right thing. And it's very simple and yet profoundly impactful. If you're with a group that not everyone is winning or in a business place where not everyone is winning, then you simply quit playing. And it may seem daunting. And yet, once you begin practicing this, it makes things so simple and actually so much more productive. So just turning your focus away from anything that isn't in alignment with integrity and turning towards things that do in every now moment. I really like that. Yeah, it it is to the degree you can. Uh always choose that integrity and everyone wins perspective. Uh And, And it may seem initially, if this is new, that there's no way this can work. And, and it's, you know, really a plotting pace. And yet my observation is people who choose this, they pick up speed really quickly. And before they know it, they are in a place of abundance in all aspects of their life and feeling very fulfilled and connected as well. Yes, because I feel like that's also just tuning into your higher self and letting your higher self embody within you. And so when we do that, I feel like all of the ascended masters and angels and God and all of our star family and everyone just comes to our aid when we're in that much alignment. Yes, and as you're speaking about how you're supported, My observation additionally is that people are very different in how support comes through for them. Mm -hmm. And that's another way in which honing your intuition 
And what really does support you is a unique brilliance that each individual embodies on the planet. Mm -hmm. For instance, there are people who don't seem to have a lot of awareness or connection to angels or more etheric beings, and yet they're very connected to nature Mm -hmm. or they're very connected to their human family and have created family of choice where they find their support and guidance. Going back to the waters of the rainbow idea, we don't have to try on someone else's sense of guidance as if it's, you know, a coat that doesn't fit. And yet it's like, why don't I have that? Well, you have what's important for you in this incarnation. And it's part of this melding of the waters of the rainbow that each of us gets really in touch with that. And how exciting. It's as if everyone's wearing their own Halloween costume and you don't want them all to be the same. Right. You get excited by how different everyone's is and how creative they are. And that is a way of symbolizing what I'm speaking to in terms of guidance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, question number three. What simple, easy, concrete step will you take in the next 24 hours to make heaven on earth real? Mm. Well, I'm making plans right now to move myself. So that the concrete steps will be to connect with people in my new location about how that will all be structured. Mm. It's funny because... In my own intuition this morning, I saw a horse kicking at a stall door. And I thought, wow, that's my spirit saying I am more than ready to roll this thing. And that is, it's so much fun for me to be an observer in my own life and an observer of how information comes in and trusting that. That's the next step for me. And everything is a sign. So yeah, you're going to be open to seeing and hearing and feeling all of the signs that are coming towards you as you embark on a new adventure. I can't wait to hear more about that. (laughs) I love all of your answers to all of the questions. And I'm so curious about your intuitive readings and, and all of the things that you're doing in that way. There are many layers to that. And I'll frame this by using an example from when I was volunteering in hospice and we had a Christmas party and each of the volunteers was speaking to what type of quote unquote healing modality they use. And when they got to me, I said, well, I'm a do whatever it takes therapist. And some people looked as if they were caught off guard by that and thought perhaps that I was being facetious in what I said. And I wasn't at all for me. When I got to a patient's room, I would feel into, sense into what they needed. And it could be any number of things. And that was what was important to me is that they were served at the highest level. Happily for me, my being can operate on many different levels and provide clearly through intuitive guidance what needs to be provided. In terms of what I'm doing these days, there are larger projects I'm involved with, whether supporting businesses or ongoing, you could call it coaching or consulting. And then my favorite thing is to be one-on-one with someone and conduit whatever information wants to come through. And the way I start those is 
they don't ask any questions. I simply start to speak. And when I'm complete, then they can ask questions. I want it to be a pure transmission to the degree that that is possible. And what is a delight for me in all that is that every single time, it's exactly what they needed to hear. And I often hear the words like, oh, that's a bullseye. What you said is exactly you know, what I needed to hear. So I don't look at this as though it's me doing this. It's somehow that the universal creative energy comes to my awareness. And that is a thrill as well. And another way of confirming how we are all connected and every person has these abilities. They come through differently and yet it's magic. And what we consider sometimes as airy-fairy or not applicable is absolutely applicable. And when you look at people who have made major change on the planet, they typically do rely on their intuition for that. It's, it's imperative. Another project I'm working with right now is it's called absolute empowerment because my awareness is that the sensitive quote-unquote people on the planet, and that could include what you've described in my bio, Claire audience, Claire visual, all these Claire's, and then telepathy, being psychic, maybe being empathic. Under that, the umbrella of all those things, people who have allowed them to have themselves to have that type of awareness are already outside the box in some way. And they're the people where the evolutionary solutions will show up. And they're so important right now. One of my passions is providing information through courses about how you can retain those awareness gifts and become completely embodied with them, grounded, embodied, and empowered. Rather than, oh, I'm a freak, I'm a weirdo, my family doesn't get me, people think I'm weird, and they look at me like I am too airy-fairy to accomplish anything. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. It's simply that our society today, in general, does not support the brilliance of those type of awarenesses. And yet again, for me, from my perspective, it is absolutely one of the touchstones for our evolution right now. I could not agree more. It is so important. And I love it when we are on the phone and we have some rampages of when we're calling things in. And so I feel like for all of the people that are tuning into this and listening, there's a reason. And we are creating space for everybody to have a remembrance of what their superpowers are. We all have them. And I will be linking all of Dr. Marjorie's information in the show notes too. If you want to be able to contact her and explore how she can support you in feeling into what's already inside of you. And I'm so thankful for your service to humanity that you are helping people support their remembrance. It's an amazing way of life. And it's so different from what I could have even imagined. I'm so grateful for that. And that would also be something I am grateful to articulate during this time together with you this morning that it really doesn't always look like we think it's going to look. And yet it's so much bigger than we ever thought it would look. 
And that is, that's the magic. That's, and, I, and I'll put the word alchemy in there as well, because trusting that and trusting how all these disparate looking pieces show up. And yet when you put them all together, the alchemy of that brings the remembrance of magic and of our true brilliance. Yes. And all of us tuning into and feeling into how divine and magical we are is absolutely the way that we co-create heaven on earth together, because we're just all coming together, our most activated selves. And I just had this vision of all of us in this field with flowers all around us and everyone just like a huge circle of so many really, truly activated souls just coming together and all of us holding hands and the electricity of love that we feel as we're creating this circle. Oh my gosh, it feels so beautiful and so real. Well, it is. And what's coming up for me as you say that is all of that is already here now. For whatever reason, my experience in this lifetime has been that the culture is dependent on external technology to quote unquote modernize. And yet, particularly because of my travels and connection to different cultures and masters, all of those capacities are within us. So the technology outside of us is really a reminder of what we're capable of through this human form. When people talk about AI and how glorious all the perks of that are and will be, I think, well, we don't even know, we have forgotten all the capacities of what can happen through this human form. And I like the word transponder for how to describe our human form in that we take in, we receive energy, and we also give it back out. So as we come to a remembrance of that, that's where my sense is we will be astounded at what we're capable of doing and experiencing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Totally feeling that. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I am so honored to have you. And I feel like we will need to meet again. I would love to hear how things are going for you later. And you're just doing so many cool things. And I know my audience would love to hear from you again. Well, I would love that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. And what a wonderful way to spend part of this day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So much love. (laughs) And thank you to everyone that tuned in until we meet again. Ahui ho. Thank you for joining me today on Heal Into Happy. My prayer is that you have gained more insight into your healing journey and that you are one step closer to loving yourself more fully in this now moment. And if you could do me a favor, please leave me a five-star review over on iTunes. My passion is empowering others on their healing journey. And with your review, you may help others struggling to heal find this message. Be sure to visit me at HealIntoHappy.com for past episodes and more ways to connect with me. Also, please always remember that I am offering you so much love and light as I celebrate the divine sovereign being that I see in you.